This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today, we're talking about lead with the numbers, thinking like an owner. And I want to let you know ahead of time that later in this podcast, I'm going to be making a special offer and letting you know about a special opportunity. So stay tuned so that you can also hear about that. Now, as for today's topic about leading with the numbers, I want to mention that business leaders want their people to streamline processes, and to increase efficiencies. However, the people don't understand the cost or the impact of what they're already doing. So from their perspective, the worker thinks that the current way of doing business is working just fine, and they see no reason to change. Now, as the executive leader, it's important that you provide relevant financial data that supports why a change is necessary. So let's imagine, for example, a manufacturing environment. And let's suppose that in this manufacturing environment, you have a huge machine that does a lot of the work that's necessary in your plant. And we'll just call that machine right now the X machine. Now, your workers have decided that the best way to operate the X machine is to run it at a pace that we'll call a 2X pace. Now, when they run the X machine at the 2X pace, twice during each shift, that machine has a little bit of a breakdown and it has to go offline for about 30 minutes to get fixed. The only time that the workers are doing maintenance on this machine is when it breaks down those two times during the shift. What you notice as a business executive is that the shift is actually producing 20% less than what's needed for that shift to produce. And as a result of that, you're stuck in the position of having to pay overtime to get the needed volume for that day's work. Now, for each of these components that we're talking about, there is actually a dollar amount or a cost for everything that's happening. So these two breakdowns, 30 minutes apiece, that's an hour. There's a cost of losing an hour of production time during the principal work day. Also, there's a cost to the life of the machine if you're only doing repairs for a breakdown. And I recall, for example, during the military, my military experience, you know, you had vehicles to maintain, machines to maintain, and there was something called PMCS, which is Preventive Maintenance Checks and Services. And these were performed on vehicles in the motor pool on a regular basis 
whether they appear to need it or not. So you were doing things from a preventive perspective. Therefore, you could circumvent any breakdowns and your vehicle would always be in service and available for your use if, in fact, you did do the PMCS on the vehicle. Now, of course, if you didn't have a very good motor pool and you weren't doing the PMCS, then you were going to have vehicles that were always on breakdown. You had equipment that didn't work. And therefore, when you needed it and you wanted to engage it, it wouldn't be available. So there are costs associated with that as well. Let's imagine that that X machine is an expensive machine. Maybe it costs $500,000 to purchase a new one. And by not doing regular maintenance on it, let's say you're going to lose a couple of years of the life cycle of that machine. That means you're going to have to purchase that machine earlier, and that's an additional cost. Also, because you're having to pay overtime for your employees, that's another cost. Well, in the business, you can easily run the numbers so that the employees get a view of how much does it really cost us to run this machine in this way. Without that information, they can falsely think that the way that they're doing business is working and that it's effective. Now, suppose you, as the business executive, you think that it's best to run the X machine at 1x instead of 2x. And let's say you're proposing that you start today doing 15 minutes of preventive maintenance checks and services, and then at midday running a 15-minute maintenance, and then at the end of the shift doing 30 minutes of total maintenance. You've still got an hour's worth of service in there. It's at different times. And there's no real interruption to the service during the production run. So you've got continuous production going on. And the shift is actually able to produce the volume of the manufacturing goal without any overtime. Now, it might seem slower that you're running the machine at 1x and you're doing it in this way. However, it's possible that you get more done running it at 1x rather than 2x with major breakdowns. So sometimes in business, you have to slow down in order to go faster. As an organization and a business executive, you want to be able to run these numbers, determine what works best. You want to go out and test and experiment with real data, not just gut impressions. And then we'll see which one works best. Is it the 1x? Or is it the 2x approach to the X machine? When you share data like this with your employees, you are training them to think like and act like and to decide like owners. And that's what you want. Today, we've been talking about leading with the numbers and thinking like an owner. And most of the businesses that I work with understand this principle of leading by the numbers, particularly those in the executive suite really understand this. However, some of my clients could benefit from also understanding how different levels and layers of their organization also need those numbers. Some of the employees who are running those machines in the manufacturing plant and being able to figure out what numbers are going to be most important to share with them so that they become 
most efficient and change ready in what they're doing. So my challenge to you today as an assignment is to do this. I want you to identify a process in your business, in your organization that you think needs some evaluation. And perhaps at the executive level, you perceive that a change needs to be made. Those who are working up close and personal are not so sure. I challenge you to run the numbers, perform a test, and see which approach is going to be more profitable and appropriate for the organization. And have fun doing that because it is a great way to move forward and be change ready. Now, as promised, I mentioned that I was going to share an offer with you at the end of this podcast. Those of you who are connected with me on social media already know that we're in the middle of running a contest. And the contest is we're inviting people to go to Amazon and to write reviews on my book, which is called Lead Yourself First, The Senior Leader's Guide to Engaging Your People for Greater Performance and Impact. And until the 16th of December, we are going to be looking at those posts and we want you to send us a note through our social media channel saying, I've posted a review and from all the reviews submitted, we will randomly select a number of those reviews to receive a $25 Amazon gift card. This is just in time for your holiday shopping. Since it's the holiday time, you've already read the book. Great, write a review and be eligible to win a $25 Amazon gift card and buy some more books and give to others as holiday gifts. That's my challenge to you and your opportunity to earn some shopping money. So have fun with that as well. You've got until the 16th of December. See you next time. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan, for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening, and remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.